tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today. 1800 938 007. That's our free phone number. Won't cost you anything to make a call. Emma is in charge today. Coming up on this morning's show, we'll be listening to Johnny Luby's ramblings in just uh, a little while. We'll also chat about um, the song we played for you yesterday. It's uh, Johnny Rotten's attempt uh, to represent Ireland at uh, Eurovision. Bit of a backlash against that yesterday, in fact. We'll have some more paranormal experiences for you following my chat with uh, Joe Noble yesterday. Uh, we'll be hearing about that uh, filming of the Second World War biopic that's happening in care at the moment. Uh, why reawakening a sense of adventure in children is important. And we'll be chatting to Dr. Mary O'Kane on that. And of course, our Friday panel will unpack the major topics of the week. You can text and WhatsApp 083 311 You can email tip today at tipfm.com. A look at what's making headlines in your newspapers today to the Irish Daily Mail for First of all, and their lead story is uh, around Tonishta. Behold, Martin wanting to explore alternatives rather than selling land to a British investment fund in order to help meet Ireland's climate change. Now, we spoke about this on the programme yesterday when we were speaking to Katrina from the Irish Farmers Journal. And it's the story around uh, thousands of acres of rural Ireland uh, being sold to Gresham House Fund, that's the British fund, as part of an uh, forestation deal with the semi-state agency Quilta, uh, to the Irish Times and uh, right across the newspapers today. Um, talk about the resignation of Damien English and um, the government has rejected suggestions according to the Irish Times that fresh assurances should be sought from ministers that all of their property interests and declarations are in order and it comes after the Fine Gael. Uh, TD Damien English became the second junior minister to resign in less than six months over issues related to property uh, interests. Also on the Irish Times today, almost two-thirds of hotels contacted about renewing contracts to host refugees have yet to sign new deals where that is concerned. To the Irish Examiner and their lead story... Um, around uh, the European Commission planning to stockpile drugs with over 200 medicines unavailable to Irish patients amid warnings from the HSE the flu numbers will continue to rise and again that story of Damien English uh, in the Examiner uh, today and it is making headlines in the Irish Indo as well and they're telling us former Minister of State Damien English is expected to escape any further sanctions despite admitting to lying on a planning permission application for his family home. So I wonder what do you think about that? We'll be discussing it with our panel a little bit later on as well. Now the papers were put to bed too early to cover the story of the death of Lisa Marie Presley. Very sad news indeed. She was only uh, 54 and died apparently of a heart attack. The uh, only daughter of Elvis and uh, Priscilla. So that's uh, very sad news this morning indeed. If you want to react to any of that, 083 311 It's time for Johnny Luby. Good morning, Johnny. Fine, well, how's it going, lad? It's going very well indeed, Johnny. I had a lovely little break from you. 
yeah. You're in Costa de Lanacarte. Costa, I was in Prague, would you believe, for a few days as well, just to sort of get around a little bit, you know? So. I got tip FM at some station. <laughs> what what <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> Now this is coming from a fellow who's in Portugal about six or seven times a year. <laughs> At least when I was in Portugal, I was on Tip FM. You were in Prague and you weren't on anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything to anybody out there. It was great. Did anybody out there hear of us? Well, wherever I go, even in Prague, they're talking about Johnny Louie. <laughs> You know, so you're big uh, even in the Czech Republic. You can't oh beat it. Oh, my God, friend. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, friend, the more I listen to uh, the radio stations and uh, the, you read the papers and the whole lot, the world is in turmoil when it you is, look at the whole it? setup. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, in America, they give us, uh, we'll say, the Kennedys, the uh, Bill Clinton, they give us uh, Joe Biden, and uh, they give us Donald Trump and all of those, and every one of them. Look, there was a question marks about them all. Mm. Yeah. And then you go to England with the royalty. There's nothing but turmoil there. And then you come across to Ireland and you look at CJH one time telling us to tighten our belts yeah. and we're living way beyond our means. He made a, 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 the, the headlines on the news. Yeah. Uh, then you had Bertie. He wanted to build the Bertie Bowl and they had to go off and hold the collection for him and he had no checkbook. Mother of God, when you go through the whole thing, then you had the, all the the gates, there the cow gates, the golf gates, every kind of a gate that was possible. The Zephon gate, mother of God, above tonight. Now you have Juno ministers retiring, and uh, you had uh, Taoiseach, and he was holding down two departments there uh, last year, the Department of Agriculture, whilst uh, the other guys were uh, uh, question marks about them all. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is in turmoil. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Please, when yeah, when I, you describe it like that, uh, Johnny, it certainly is. Well, friend, thanks be to God, I'm sick. But I'll tell you one thing, I have a good memory. And then you pick up the paper last Sunday, 66,000 for temporary office at Climate Summit in Egypt. My God. Mother of God, Ryan insisted the trip was valuable for the country. And uh, Matty McGuire said the scale of the delegation was big enough to invade a small country, he said. <laughs> the Tipperary TD told the Irish Mail on Sunday, when you add up all the air miles and, and the fuel used by Mr. Ryan and his NGO hangers-on and the fine dining in five-star hotels, you would wonder what all the commotion about was of burning a sad turf. Yeah, it all seems very hypocritical and ironic when you look at it like that. I mean, like, uh, look, it says here, Environment Minister Eamon Ryan and 10 of his department officials, the flight was 12,500, the accommodation was 20, over 26,000, the office rental space was 66,000, diplomatic bags, imagine that from the airport, uh, 227 euro, total spent by Minister Ryan delegation, 105,000. <sighs> And then you had the Taoiseach, Michal Merton, and he's, then you had Simon Coveney and the Overseas Aid Minister for, of State, Colin Brophy. They, their, their flights alone cost 12000 Mother of God, above tonight. And I was in hospital during the week, and I to meet a, a, one of the top press uh, for an old bit of a, a, a check-up. I, if I can at all, I always try and go straight to the top. Mm. But Mother of God, friend, I had a cap on me going in and a mask. And to walk down through the corridors and to see the misfortunate people on trolleys. And there we are, lashing out mon money. This country is awash with money. They have so much of it, they don't know what to do with it and they can't do the right thing. 
That's incredible. Did you see as well they're paying the toll companies because traffic was down, uh, even though it's a private company. Uh, they're, they're, they're paying them for their loss on that. Uh, uh, like Friends, I could not believe it. Yeah. that that's going on in Ireland and we're talking about having demonstrations and a whole lot. I honestly believe that the, the, there's a question mark about the whole carry-on. Mm-hmm. To think that we could pay toll companies money because mm-hmm. they didn't get what they were supposed to get with the travelling due to COVID when we, were, when we were restricted. Yes, and seemingly in the contract we're not even obliged to do so by all accounts. Oh, you know, friend, I'll tell you something. Well, it's taxpayers' money, you see, so it doesn't matter. I should look, you know. I tell you, I, I was going to a funeral last night in Tullus and I, have, I discovered that I forgot my uh, fixident. I went into Liam Sullivan's shop in Gordon and got the old fixident inside. I, Anthony said to me, do you want a receipt? I said, of course I do. I'm claiming back to vet on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, Fran, I'll tell you something for nothing. Anyway, look, listen, as I mentioned the funeral in Tullus, sympathies to the Stakelam family there on the death of Newell, an absolute lady. She was wife of Jerry Stakelam. He had the office supplies for yes, years. And a member of that wonderful family there out there, Race Course Road in Tullus, that give huge employment and have everything there from a needle to an anchor them all and that. And fair play to one of them now. I think it was Connor or one of the lads call, uh, called me over to introduce me to more of the Stakelands. And fair play to me, introduced me as uh, his most uh, well-off cousin. <laughs> I said I said to him, when I was producing cash, you wouldn't give me the bloody vet off. I said, you're running a street show down there. But I ended up then, friend, in your neck of the woods in Corkham's in Two Mile Boroughs. Oh, were you indeed? Very good. Yeah. And uh, who was with me at all? Oh, yeah. And I said that uh, we'd go into Corkland just to say hello to them and there what was on the Joe Duffy programme during the week seemingly was this during the Flan Chalice that's right yeah uh, and that should it be taken out of Dublin and mm. I met Michael Ryan he bought the island there that's where the during the Flan mm. Chalice was uh, uh, found the first day by Michael Webb and Clonmel and his son and uh, that and then they were talking about the air there Chalice I'll tell you inside in, inside in the pubs you have the most interesting and knowledgeable uh, of conversations. Mm. Uh, I've seen that above in Lacey's as well. I mean, these people from the likes of Borlahan and that, they're all well-educated and well-versed. They can talk about everything and anything. But to go back to the Delhi and the Flanchellus, should we be brought to the Hoss and Jockey on exhibition? Uh, that was the question that was asked. I said, of course it should be. Mm. It should be brought into Cashel, into Bailey's. Dermot Delaney was on. He has a replica of it, and That's they right. can look after it for the week. Look at it, look what it would mean to the tourist industry in Cashel. To be fantastic, but what about the security for it, Johnny? Because it's but, priceless, you know. But your friend didn't Charlie Hyde take it out to Malahide to meet the European Conference thing <laughs> and took it out behind your man's back? <laughs> don't say that. So don't be talking to me about security. <laughs> I'd look after that. If somebody gave me a few quid, I'd look after it, friend. Would you? Yeah. Uh, indeed, yeah. I would. But, uh, like, the whole. Well, I'll tell you. And the more I think about it, of course, I'm, I must say one thing. We got great sandwiches last night in uh, Carcon. Oh, and you I were fed as well, were you? Yeah, and I discovered then that Frank Corey was from Littleton. My He's father is the, from Littleton, yeah. Yeah, he was one of the Corries of Littleton. Yeah, that's right. By, by yeah. God, you see, you see all the things we do discuss in your absence. <laughs> <laughs> that's for, very worrying yeah, indeed. We but, were asked uh, to, to remember this morning the sad passing of former Sean Tracy's uh, stalwart, uh, Pat Carey as well from Kilcombe. That's right, Jeff. And the yeah. thing about it is I just had it written down. Now, this yeah. years ago when Golden and Kilfiegel were playing the Tracy's there in two or three West finals or semi-finals or whatever the case may be, the red-haired Pat Carey stood proud on the half-back line and manned the place the same as uh, 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 
security. Mm. Uh, he was a top class guy and uh, I must go, go, I was just looking at the map of Ireland for Andale a few minutes ago yeah. uh, to see how do I go to Kilcommon. There you are. Uh, it is okay for you. It is I pass through Anacarty and go up that way. Yeah, you're going to uh, go up by the milestone there. Are you up into Dalla? Is that it? That's that right. Well, uh, I think I passed Mary. The amazing thing about it is I have my own landmarks, all the pubs. I think I passed Mary Ryan Rose and then I could head for the Congo. <laughs> Bell and turn right there someplace and belt on to Kilcommon. I think the North Tipperary County Council have it well signposted. Oh, of anyway, course, you don't go near as far as Dollar. What am I saying? No, 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 no. And that's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, uh, and that, of course, I knew Pat's brother John well. I met him uh, a couple of months ago in uh, Tip Co op outside in Gold's Cross. Yes. What an absolute gentleman. He was the bane of all lives in gold. And you was know, he? And, yeah. oh, he was a wonderful hurler. I think he played with Mike Kerr. Well, see me, Pat won a West Senior Hurling Championship with Sean Tracy's in the, in the eight. He's, I'm told. Oh yeah, Pat, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he won three or four of them because yeah. they were a top class team. What they brought to a West final was a huge crowd, yeah. uh, and that. And look, uh, I often said it, friend. You might hit a Kickham's player uh, now, tap for Holly. You might hit a Cashel player a tap for Holly. There was a chance that you might get it back. You were guaranteed to get it back on the double <laughs> from a Sean Tracy's player <laughs> because they let you know uh, exactly where you stood. Indeed, I have marks to this day to prove it. But there were wonderful guys, oh, like the Quigleys and the uh, Careys and the Rhines and uh, an S Lord of them there. Wonderful guys. Did you me. ever and dance the Kilcommon set? I did on the Holland field <laughs> <laughs> when, when they let me fly on the ball whether it was there or not but mentioning like, sets and the whole lot uh, my hearing isn't the only thing I find that my eyesight is great I'm, wearing, I'm 68 I'm wearing glasses since I was uh, I suppose since I was born mm. Uh, and that <laughs> since I was born, but uh, my hearing now, I find that uh, now and again it, uh, it doesn't be great. But last every Thursday night, I think there's some kind of a dancing set mm. in the cartons in the back, back barn, oh, back, right. back thing. Yeah, and it is wonderful to see it. You know, and last night they said that would I join them in the the Cashel's set, and I thought they said the Cashel's six. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, friend, I lined up. Uh, mother of God, above tonight, I'll tell you one thing. I I, I still have fairly fancy steps. I hope there's a video of that. Is there? <laughs> I, I don't know. Friend, I told them. I said I'll do all these things, as but I said nobody takes a picture of me because I can say it proudly. You now my missus has gone off into bed, and uh, she hasn't a clue. Uh, will say as such from where I was. You know that kind of way. Until oh, she meets yeah. Paddy the Butcher or John the, Johnny the Wire and Cashel or some of them and they'll say, oh, Jesus, and they'll all add to it then. <laughs> but I suppose, friend, to start off the holding, look, if, uh, last uh, Sunday for Tipperary, it was uh, a win as a win. Yes. And uh, right, we're all realists at this stage. This was against life. Clare, was it? Yeah, against yep. Clare. There was a huge crowd from Tipperary, over 3,500 at a, an ordinary uh, league match. Uh, it was only a Munster League game, which doesn't go any place, but it, uh, it gets the players up and ready, and they're all in deep training and hard training at the moment. So uh, Clare probably had the same as ourselves, maybe, but they were probably missing a few of the real star players, mm. Kelly and all of those. But Tipperary were missing players as well, and you have to give your panel of players talks of games. And Liam Kerr is 
is going that way. Look, it was grand to win. Last year we didn't beat Kerry and it was a kind of a downer. But look, you start someplace and even the Tipperary start there with Michael Dundon, that wonderful writer saying that uh, there's maybe, he said, uh, green shoots on the way. And it would be wonderful uh, to see it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You, you, you're a big fan of the Hearty Cup as well. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, just well done to the tip footballers as well. Mm. I suppose, fan of all the games uh, that I ever played for, it was holding football, soccer, rugby, handball, darts, cabs, you name it, drafts, done everything. Uh, and uh, But the one game I never played was cricket. But right. to play in a Hearty Cup campaign, it's uh, the the real joy of a youngster's life growing up, to make yeah. that hearty cup team, to represent your school, your parish and your families and the whole lot. It's wonderful. And for the likes of uh, last weekend, we had three Tipperary teams in a, a quarter final, which was wonderful. Templemore uh, went down with all guns a-blazing, but for only beaten three or four points after leading for 50-odd minutes. And fair play to them put up a great battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had a brilliant victory for Tullus CBS, I suppose, with many from Mike Herkey and Holy Cross Minos and Tullus themselves and maybe drum an inch and lock more here and there and it's wonderful for the tallest CBS they're always there but Cashel Community School opened 30 years ago and for them lads and uh girls that are going to the community school in Cashel to see their boyhood heroes and they uh, uh, now in a hearty cup semi-final I think it's on sometime in February uh, for the likes of the parish of Borla and Duella uh, to have three or four on the team, Knockavilla, Kickhams, another two or three, uh, Rose Green Fedot to have a, a, a couple of players from Fedot, it's wonderful for Fedot and for ourselves in Golden Kilfiegel to have at least four players on the, the, on the team and maybe yeah. another four or five on the panel, hey it augurs well for the future and I have no doubt that Cashel will be on a high with the flags and buntons and everything else which we had uh, when we were beaten in, on the way to the final in, in 73 uh, Cashel well, yeah, are wonderful supporters and all I'd say to the all this, because the weather during the week was unbelievable but fair play to Bench uh, GA club down there their pitch is based on a sand style sand uh, uh, pitch hmm. and uh, they held a county minor football final on the uh, Saturday, I think it was, between uh, the Silver Mines and Carrick Swans, and heartiest congratulations to the Swans. Uh, they themselves were playing in Golden against commercials in a minor county final, and I believe that there was savage excitement still going on in Galty Rovers for uh, beating the kingpins of uh, football Clamel commercials in a tremendous game. But to, for Bench to play on the Saturday, to host a game on Saturday and turn around on Wednesday with all the weather that was thrown at us mm. and uh, to be able to accommodate a huge crowd uh, for the for the meeting of Tullus CBS and uh, uh, I, I didn't, can't think of the name at the moment that they were playing mm. but uh, look it was brilliant for them and now you're in the semi-final you have uh, Cashel taking Cashel Community School taking on the might of uh, the big uh, skull reach of Limerick and you have uh, Tullus then in the other semi-final and I can guarantee you this friend if per chance please God that it comes to, to the truth, Cashel CBS against Tullus, uh, Cashel Community School against Tullus CBS in the Hearty Cup final. There's only one venue, and that is Simple Stadium, Simple Stadium because yeah, there'll be a monster crowd there. And, uh, what a game but, that would be! Oh, yeah. friend, what a game is right. Mm. But, uh, friend, uh, and what else have we so, done? Soccer, what, what about St. Michael's? Did I see they were, they were victorious again, weren't they? Yeah, St. Michael's mm. had a marvellous victory uh, in the, what would one call it, the 
the king size cup of Munster uh, junior soccer mm. where they beat Peak from Waterford in a, a, a in a wonderful game of soccer they beat him on a penalty shootout uh, in Clan Mill so Tommy Fennan and all his charges it was magnificent to uh, come away with a trophy in January uh, and that and the league still going on and the Munster Junior Cup and the FAI Junior Cup and they're a wonderful club in there to keep going they were shot one or two of their big players uh, on Sunday last but uh, they were delighted to come away with the win I saw the trophy in Lowry's on Sunday evening there they celebrated in style and we had Papa John's uh, chicken goujons and all of that (laughs) (laughs) very good and in in rugby uh, Ben Healy uh, heading off to Scotland oh yeah big loss for Nina yeah, I think it's an absolute disaster altogether from Munster's point of view. But yeah. for himself, he is dead right. I mean, he's entitled to seemingly to play for Scotland. And I have no doubt. He's a wonderful player. I yeah. saw him playing on the hill years ago and that. And I suppose it's just in hard look. Joy Carberry is probably number one. But in my book, Ben Healy is number one. Jack Crowley is probably number two with them with them in the pecking order. And now uh, Ben Healy was only number three. And he couldn't see any. If you, can, if you can't see any light. Of course. Uh, at the of end course. of the tunnel, you have to move trouble. on. Yeah. you have to move on and yeah. he's dead right and I would certainly uh, like on behalf of all the people in Tipperary the sports people the whole lot to wish him nothing but the very best yeah. of luck uh, and that it, it would be wonderful to see him play and then of course uh, you have the Munster set up uh, there at the weekend I didn't play Northampton in Toman Park there'll be a huge crowd at that as well and uh, you have Leinster out as well so the Heineken Cup is into full swing uh, and that and Cashel uh, Rugby Club to draw with Blackrock years ago Blackrock were the top yeah. club in yeah. Ireland uh, they came down a small bit to pecking order but they think that Cashley could draw with them uh, inside in Sparefield in Cashley and maybe should have won it uh, then you had Nina with a marvellous victory over Navin they're gone into fifth place in the league I think Cashley could be second and uh, it would be wonderful to see the likes of Cashley going up into 1B now and, and then of course our own club Kilfiekel outside on the hill they played uh, Bandon in a big game on Sunday last the knocks were huge the wind was howling across from the Gelty Mountains the rains came teeming down and mother of God above tonight a huge crowd turned up to see Kilfiekel 25-24 but I often say it friend when St. Patrick came to Kilfiekel in 432 <laughs> he wasn't a fool so he knew well that was a good old place <laughs> he, he knew what he was at listen but, do you know the way I know everything about you one of our listeners on to say where did Johnny go after the third race in Limerick he should have stayed around the Ross Gray table had three more winners oh mother of God above tonight friend yeah there's always somebody will hit you a quarter pounder isn't and I'm after getting that yeah I met who did I meet last night at the funeral Joe Hannon welcomed him back to Tipperary Joe would be the dad of Declan Hannon and uh Limerick captain for the last three years and Joe of course is married to a niece of Jerry Stakeland's ah. so uh, that's how we met him there but of course friend I did hit him the quarter pound as well by welcoming him back to the home of Hurling I said lads <laughs> we will be back like Delby said this time next year but uh, on the rugby friend just to finish on the rugby my, for my sins uh, I went to Tullus on Sunday morning last to see a tremendous game of rugby mm. uh, between Kilfiekel and Tullus in under 16s yeah. I'll tell you friend it was uh, uh, an I my book a tremendous just game uh, finished 12 all either one of them could have won but they were the lights had come away with a draw and Tullus have a magnificent set up there now outside of the main pitch they also own three other pitches 
which is uh, 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 tremendous for them, you know. Uh, Great facilities. Get up off the backside, buy it, and somebody will pay for it, isn't that easy? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Uh, Before I let you go, can I ask you about paranormal activity? Because we got a huge response to this yesterday. We were speaking to Joe Noble about it. Um, Have you ever seen ghosts or anything like that, Johnny? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I saw it. I definitely saw it. saw ghosts. I saw everything and anything. Yeah, I don't know. Do I believe them? It's amazing thing. I don't believe them. But would I go into a graveyard on my own at 12 o'clock at night? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, mentioning graveyards. Imagine I was at a funeral inside in Cashel and I was talking to three or four people and James David came over and he said, excuse me, lads. He says, I like to salute lads that eventually be calling to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> put out hand. Well, he wasn't I, measuring you or anything, was he? <laughs> no, no, but his father, Tom, seemingly used to always put I love Tom. What, what a he, gentleman. Yeah, yeah he was, I didn't know it. He used to put around a measurement tape. <laughs> <laughs> with him and, and, and he'd put it to the sole of your feet and up to the top of your head and around your belly then and he said and he, all he'd say is I have the box for you Johnny I mean what a man he was one of the old oh I was great. so fond of him yeah, and, really. and who was an absolute lady as well was uh, Mrs. Devitt the Lord yeah, of Melton a beautiful Betty. woman yeah, yeah. Oh, John absolute, Street in Cashel uh, of course and, yeah mm. and, uh, but your friend you know Cashel like the back of your uh, yeah, hand do. and I suppose out of retirement Davy Russell imagine he retired in yeah he's, he's back He's back. He's back again. Well, I actually uh, foretold that uh, again above in Lacey's playing cards. They said, who replaced Jack Kennedy? I said, David Russell will come back, lads. I have no doubt yeah, about it. and he it. has the weight still down and everything. He's all ready oh, yeah. to go. Well, of course, yeah, he's only gone, uh, he's only gone maybe uh, a month or so. Yeah. You know, but uh, I met Mrs. Maloney last night from Tullus Racecourse. Their races are coming up shortly. Uh, Fran, you'll be surprised. I met every... And, of course, Fran, I met a, somebody there from the Greyhound scene. They said, there's a big night tonight in Tullus, or in Clanmedstown starting with the uh, uh, the unraced stake, which is one of the biggest in in uh, around, and uh, that they'll be getting ready for their festival then in the first week in February. And of course, friend, uh, I got uh, I I'll tell you more about what do you call that thing where a, a, a person arrives in front of the Queen and she taps him on the shoulder in victory in. Oh, that's too big a word for me to be one of what, yeah. what that they get a special sort of like an OBE or a that's right yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah, well, I am. Well, the Queen is dead. You know that. I, yeah, I, I know hate that, breaking well, bad news to you, but yeah, well, friend, I know that, and the Lord of mercy upon yes. the woman, uh, and that I got yesterday an invitation to Windsor Castle. I think it's the fourth second of March. Yes, to see Charles. Uh, to uh, see a, a, a good friend of mine that's uh, getting uh, tapped on the side of the shoulders. Very good. And is it an MBE or an OBE? You don't know. I, 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 I'd, I'd say it'll be an OBE. Right. No, I might, I might get uh, <laughs> uh, an NSU. They do more than tap you with the sword, I'll tell you. I could get an, an NSU, which is a no shagging you. <laughs> and, yeah, and are you all prepared for Brew Brew on the 11th of February? Oh, God, I... Uh, have you, have you got your party pieces ready and all of that? I haven't, Fran. I'd have reckless nights over. Some fella told me last night he bought a, a, a... The wife bought a ticket because I was on stage. I said, lad, listen, play this thing low-key. I said... <laughs> no, I said, they're advertising me. I said, I, I said uh, was it Michael Lowry said one time, he said, he said, that man is unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh, has me worried as well. <laughs> all right, Johnny, look after yourself. Take it easy. Right. Right, Frank, we shall see you, please, God. Bye-bye to you now. That's the great uh, Johnny Luby. He is on stage with us in Brew Brew, by the way, on February the 11th, along with uh, Michael Collins and Muriel and myself and Gabe Braslin. And it, look, it's going to be a crazy... I have no idea what he's going to do, to be honest with you, but it should be mighty crack. Uh, 1800 938 007. Back in a moment. 
Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 